Uh, moving on to chapter two then. Mm-hmm. Uh, happiness is the problem. And the first thing that gets mentioned is the Buddha story. Uh, and are any of you familiar with the story of Buddha? Sorry, just go over it. Is this the one where um, he had a print, he had a son? Is this no? Yeah, it's the is, right is it one. one. It's the right story. All right, cool. So from what, from my memory, yeah, um, I didn't know. I forgot. I didn't know the guy's. Is the guy named Buddha or the prince named Buddha? No. So basically, the oh, they they put so they're up. Oh, anyway, <laughs> the king. There's a king who owned the kingdom. Yeah. And obviously, there's a lot of fuckery that going on outside. In, outside, in the, of, yeah. Outside and he builds high walls. He wants yeah, to build yeah, a high yeah, walls yeah, yeah, and yeah. End protect up. his son from the outside life. And then I know it. Yeah. So, so basically, go ahead, yeah, go yeah. Ahead. There's a king. <laughs> No, so basically, there's a king. He's got a palace or a throne. He's got. A, he lives. He lives somewhere where he's got a young son, and he knows that outside of these, outside this palace grounds or or wherever the temple grounds, there's poverty. There's all these other things. There's your everyday things in life that go on. He doesn't want his son to experience these things. So what he decides to do is build these high walls and never lets his son leave the palace or the kingdom of where he is. What happens is this: his son grows up thinking, "What is outside those walls?" Like he just wants to know what's going on. He's lived a life of luxury, had servants do stuff for him all his life. He um. Oh, you're missing one thing out. Go on. With all that luxury and yeah. all those things, he's not happy. Is he wasn't. It? Yeah, he wasn't. Happy. They yeah, felt like sense, sense of meaning. Yeah, yeah. There, there was um sense of something was missing. Yeah, like, there's, it did there's like more a sense to life. Meaning. There's got to be right. more to life. So I can't remember whether he escaped or ran away. He got to a certain age and he jumped the walls and he ran away. And he's, he's, he, he, he saw all, all this kind of poverty, people living on the streets, people living poor. And then he felt guilty because they all live poor and in poverty, the people outside the place. He's lived such a life of luxury. So he then decides, hey, like I'm going to live this life of poverty. It's I don't know, he doesn't say this, but it's almost like it's cool to be poor or it's like, I want to feel. I want to experience what it's like to be poor. So he does it for many years. He like nearly dies. He's living off scraps. He's going from parks to to like street corners. Um, and then after years, it like it dawns on him that like, do you know what? Like, there's nothing cool about this life. There's nothing like I don't owe anyone nothing for living this life, and I don't feel a sense of achievement now that I'm living like the common folk in society. And I think after that, I can't remember what happens after that. Does he go back to? He does something. He almost goes and achieves something. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, I'm not. It's that my memory's a bit yeah, shaky on that but, bit. But basically, he goes on to become Buddha um, because he learns his lessons in terms of. That's it. Yeah, I remember. It's that. not being. It's not about the happiness of what you know, appreciating where you are. Yeah. So to speak, to to kind of simplify it, mm-hmm. but moving on just slightly um, on the same page, he mentions happiness is not a solvable equation, which I thought was quite. It was a it's good not quote. A solvable equation. It's it not is. because is it is it the same story where it gets raised about all these algorithms as to how to be happy? Yeah, I think you mentioned it. There's not. There's not. Yeah. A, there's not a, like. Um, there's no um, final destination. Yeah, there's happy. not a final. Yeah. I think happiness is not a final destination yeah. at all. You gotta enjoy the process. Hundred um, percent. I think a good story uh, he mentions. It's called the Misadventures of Disappointment Panda, oh, which, yeah, I, which I had a chuckle with. Yeah, I did. Reading well. through that, mm-hmm. uh, some of the pointers that he, he raised: pain in all forms, pain in all of its forms, is our body's most effective means of sparing action. Take something, su- something as stubbing your toe, and this pain, as much as we have it, it is useful. Pain is what teaches us what to pay attention to when you're young or careless. And this is what's so dangerous about society that's, that the coolest itself... What? 
that the coolest itself more and more from the inevitable discomforts of life. I'm sure it does some auto spelling when I spell something. I have had the problem as well. My my iPad. I had to look into it when I was going over it. I thought I didn't say that. Yeah, because I haven't written something. And I wrote something on it. It, might it just makes no sense, sure. and I wouldn't have written that. But um, basically, we lose the benefits of experiencing healthy doses of pain a loss a loss that disconnects us from the reality of the world around us which is on page 28 slash 29 why do you think that we get taught to avoid pain rather take it on head first which can be so beneficial taught from a young age or just taught why 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 do you think we get taught well from a young age avoid pain you i think well your parents primary and sorry to yeah you know what i was at um at my godson's birthday yesterday yeah, and yeah. obviously me and my friend he's his uh, child is also there and we're of the same age and what happened and I was just stuck because I'm not a parent at the moment and I find it funny watching how he's now parenting to how we was parented so basically what's happened a ball's got kicked over to um, like some bushes and it looks like it's got like a bit of a verge Sting oh, okay. Yeah, okay, like it just looks like it goes yeah, down yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. but I can see the ball. He can see the ball. Oh, it, it's visible. His son's gone to run to go get it. But he shied him, stop, don't get the ball. So he's ran down there to go get it. Because he's in his in his head, he's thought the verge was so deep, it's going to just drop all the way down. Mm. But he's gone and got the ball. And yeah, the son's, his son kept on kicking ball. Then when he yeah. come back, I was in a stitcher. I was like, bro, why didn't you just let him go and get it? Because he's like, oh, um, I thought it was a lot deeper. Mm. I was like... Would your dad have let you go down there? He's like, of course. I would have been have to go down and get the ball myself. Mm. So it's just funny that in terms of how we teach each generation, we kind of, and this kind of goes back to, are, are we a, a softer generation? Mm-hmm. We kind of, not modicoddle, but we try and make our children avoid some of the painful things that we experience so that then they don't experience it. But when they're not experiencing those things, they become softer oh no, because they're not they're it's not crazy. they're not going he's not going to go and go into a thistle bush or go into those bushes where there may be a stinging nettle and he's not experiencing that now so he's not aware of that that there is pain there or yeah. do you know what I mean so yeah. when it does happen at an older age oh it's almost like too much of a shock because it's like oh shit like I didn't know these forms yeah. cause pain do you know what I mean yeah so, yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, going back to the question, why do you think that we get taught to avoid pain rather take it on head first when it can be so beneficial? I think I, I don't say it's quite simple. I just think it's a case of um, we like to make things obviously easy for our, for our kids. I want to touch on the example you gave because I got a, an example very very similar. So what are we saying? Um, so yeah. touching on the and the sub toe, physical pain is a product of our nervous system, and when we exceed its physical limits, our nervous system duly punishes us to make sure that we pay attention. This is the same in regards to it to emotions and any other endeavors in life where we learn lessons when i'm playing um when we played um rounders at school mm. or football rounders we oh. played football rounders as well actually. Yeah. so we played a, a bit of both all right depending on what week it is and sometimes the ball's gone in the bush you know like, oh it doesn't count i'm like what doesn't count so if i can see the ball from 20 30 yards so can you go get the ball yeah it, ca- like it counts. These kids are dumbfounded as to the fact that they have to go into, into the bush, bush. <laughs> and go get the ball. It's funny because I've never had a conversation with like, the other teachers around as to how they feel. Yeah. But I'm like, it's a sting, you know? Like, when yeah. I was young, we went into the bushes, we got the balls. Yeah, go for it. And we got stung. And also, 
It's with your, your foot. You just grab it with your foot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just get it with your foot. Like, yeah. It's not like you have to go into the net. If yeah. you had to go into it, then I might have to, with yeah. the way things are nowadays, I might have to think about it. I know it's going to, sorry to cut you, but it's I know it's right. going to sound so small, but even having that mindset to think, how can I get this ball without getting hurt? Get my foot. That will help you later in life to how to reason with a situation and judge a situation, whether it's travelling in fucking Bolivia and knowing turn on the waterworks or whatever yeah, to go yeah, over yeah, a border. Yeah, yeah, Does that yeah, make yeah. sense? Those little things help right. you to navigate to bigger things in life and how to deal with situations. This is on LBC today, actually, in regards to um, the... I don't want to say it was the Monday calling because I'm not too sure what time I tuned in. Mm. And the presenter was asking other people as to... Why is... is in fact, the same question, actually. Mm. Why is it we've made it easier for our... Oh, there was excellent, excellent callers. Why have you made it easier for, basically, our generation or for your kids? And, all that? and one guy goes, very simply, he goes... In fact, not that it's related, he goes... Basically, doesn't like he's not trusting of the external factors which may affect his child if they had to do this, that, the third. Like he was explaining how I used to wake up like dawn, for, like mm. dusk, and then go bed. At, no, he wake up at dawn and anyway, wake up, go play, <laughs> go play out, yeah. and then come back. Obviously, when the sun when the, when the sun was setting. Yeah. Whereas now you couldn't do that with a child, and he was saying, oh, because of this, because of that, and so on and so forth. But truth be told, is because that's not even truth be told is. I think there's been some elements where we've been mollycoddled and I think we just want better for our children. Yeah. I think there are some elements where things are a little bit different now in terms of the environment and we're living in, but I think by and large, there is a... I think we we definitely get softer as each generation goes on because I was having this discussion yesterday in terms of like our relationships with, with our dads and whatever, what have you. And yeah, I definitely think how my dad raised me there would be a lot of elements that I thought may have been good, but there's probably more elements that were, well, I'm not probably, there were more elements that were bad, negative. So those same elements, I wouldn't then necessarily make my child experience, even though it's made me into the man that I am. Yeah. <laughs> I don't necessarily think it's all positive. Like I've had to go through a lot of negative to, to get where I am. Yeah, now, yeah, 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 I mean? yeah. So, yeah, I think, yeah, each generation does become to an extent softer. So, yeah, I do. I, I, reason why, yeah, we want to protect, we want to protect our, our young. So, I don't know, Mason, would you, I don't know if you answered that. That's the reason. Yeah. So, uh, just very quickly, so, yeah. um, there was a, a like a, another quote somewhere just kind of touching on the same thing. We suffer, we suffer for the simple reason that suffering is, biolog- is biologically useful. It's Nate, it's, it's nature's, it's nurture, it's nature's preferred, sorry, it's nature's preferred agent for inspiring change. Mark, the author of superhero, disappointed panda, the panda who who would go door to door, who would who would go door to door like a salesman and provide people with home truths. Home truths and suffering should inspire change, and if not, you give far too many fucks about people's thoughts and perceptions. Pain, in all its forms, is our body's effective way of spurring action. I think if you're not going into the bushes and getting those and getting that ball or getting that tennis ball, you will never learn. To round that off what you just said in terms of the quotes, um, another one mentioned is, don't hope for a life without problems, the panda said. There's no such thing. Instead, hope for a life full of good problems, which is on page 30. Moving on slightly, happiness comes from solving problems. The key word here is solving, which is on page 31. To be happy, we need something to solve. Happiness is therefore a form of action. It's an activity, not something that is passively bestowed upon you. Uh, is this a rela- relatable to anyone? 
Yeah, because I get little wins. I call it little. I call them little wins. Even at work, mm-hmm. if I've sold something, it's a little win. I get. I get a sense of yeah, like exuberance or or like a like a, a spot of ah, oh, achieve something. Yeah. So I think it's right when you solve something that you've been trying to solve or get to the bottom of something. Because at the time, if you get set a task, or you've got something to do. Or there's something that needs resolving which you can't quite grasp at that time. It's annoying and it's like it's a nuisance. It's a pest. It's it's like oh, I don't need this or. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's just, I just want to get get it over and done with. But then yeah. when you tend to solve something, A, you, yeah, you get that and what happens. B, you actually learn something new, a new skill yeah, or yeah, something, yeah. or you've actually taught yourself something so you know how to do all that better next time. Yeah. So I agree with that, what you've just said. What about you, P? Um, I find it difficult to believe, to begin with, that there has to be a problem in order to be happy. But obviously, the more I read the book, I kind of understood that, I mean, to really appreciate and yeah. be happy with something... Um, there needs to be a, a, an appreciation for the struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah so definitely. yeah, yeah. No, about yourself, friend. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, relating it to work on having those small win wins when I'm having a problem with like the system, like I'll be doing a, a job and the system plays up, and I'm the only one that can fix it because I have to fix it, and I do fix it, and it's like shit. Yeah, that's the problem solved now. And, like, it's just. I've done it. I'm I'm happy that I've, it was a problem that I've solved, and I'm happy that I've solved it. Crack on, like I'm gonna encounter another problem, but I know because I kept on trying different ways of doing the last, trying to solve the last problem. If I do the same thing mm. with this next problem, I should be able to solve the next problem mm. as well. Do you know what I mean? This is so completely random, mm. and it might not relate to what we're talking about. But basically, there's been a spider living because I had my window open for was we've had hot weather for what two months now yeah, yeah. for a while so I've, my window hasn't shut basically yeah. and I've noticed this spider that's been living literally in the grooves of the where the hinges are and stuff here mm. and obviously the moment I close the window he's dead yeah. but I've left him and I'm just like in my head I'm like the life of a spider this guy's spun a web and just waiting there for some, do you know my man caught a wasp the other day mm. and he was wrapping him up he wrapped him up and I left it I left it there I haven't killed him I thought you know let me just see what he, like, he hasn't come in he's not stirring me let me leave him there for now he's my little friend yeah mm. Bro, the other day I checked, the wasp was gone. I don't know if he yamming down or what, but the life of a spider, like, what happiness does he... Like, what is, what's his game? What's his yeah, happiness? Yeah. Catching something in that web, like, he's chilling there all day, sometimes going to bed, like, sleeping. Yeah. Like, it's so simple for the, for the life of a spider and other insects, and then we make life so complicated sometimes. Yeah. Does that make sense? True, no, very true. But he's just that... sitting there waiting to spin one web. Maybe food lands, maybe it doesn't. It's a thought, it's a thought, mate. We should get a spider on as a That might be the rain if you influence my, my discussion. But anyway. No, 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 no it makes sense, right. I mean, no, like, sense, bro. As long as he webs he, he web the spider over there, <laughs> that is cool. Yeah, he hasn't come in yet and he's not looking, he don't look like he's the type that wants to be wake, tapping on my air drum at four in the morning. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? It's the what? I mean? True happiness occurs only when the problems you enjoy having and enjoy solving. We all have our chosen methods to numb the pain of our problems and in moderate doses there's nothing wrong with this. But the longer we avoid the longer we we numb. But the longer we avoid and the longer we numb, the more painful it will be when we finally do confront our issues. Emotions are overrated, he says. What determines your success isn't what do you want to enjoy? The relevant question is what pain do you want to sustain? The pain to happiness is a pay, is a path full of shit heaps of uh, shit heaps and shame, which is on page thirty eight. Is the pain of success underestimated? 
So anyway. Pain of success underestimated. Do you know what? I think you'll be best place to answer that first. Not necessarily to say you're at a place in your life where you've been you've achieved major success, but out of all of us, you've obviously done something what I've yet to do and what P's kind of semi done, but you've done this all by yourself. Mm. And I'm not gonna say what it is, but how the pain of going through that It's definitely underestimated. Okay. Yeah, it's hundred percent underestimated. I don't think and I'm not even nowhere near where, where I intend to be, where I'm mm. going towards. Mm. But starting from scratch to where we are now, like, yeah, a lot of people would have dropped out. Do you know what I mean? And even relating it to, I could relate it to, to um, obviously we've all been university, mm. but I remember starting off with meeting new people, new friends and everything. And by the end of the first year, halfway through the second year, quite a few people dropping out because they just couldn't either hack the pace or mm. the assignments or whatever or not and they may have thought it was a breeze but in terms of business I think when it comes to success yeah I think it's going back to the to to the where we're kind of a generation where we see instant success where no one really knows or appreciates what grinding really is like eating shit like really eating shit like people don't really understand for you to really build a foundation of a business, you have to eat shit to an extent. And I'm o- I mean that proverb- in a proverbial, proverbial way. But yeah, I think it is highly underestimated, um, especially our generation anyway. Sorry, like, I, I have the answer to the question. So just repeat it one more time. You really don't listen. No, no, I wanna, <laughs> I, no I've got to ask you a question. I can ask you now without actually... All right, cool. All right. So my thing is, um, I think... Like it mentions in the so it mentions so in, in the book it talks about obviously um, problems so you can um, born so positives can be born out of problems yeah. and I think in order to achieve something obviously you have so many different small problems obviously along the way yeah. and I think in actually then obviously finally getting to that point and then obviously there being maybe a massive disappointment you've had all that invested time obviously mm. in those problems and then for it to come all I'm going to say crashing down dare I say yeah. it can be emotional I mean the same goes for cup finals yeah. and so many I mean that's the only thing that can come to mind at this moment in time cup finals and stuff like that what about a business that you you, you start and it fails yeah I mean definitely because there's, there's that a, happens all the no time. that happens all the time so there's loads of invested time in it there's also times where um, again even with I'm going to call them a small problem alright where you unsure in terms of how to navigate your way around it. That can be emotionally draining, mm. really emotionally draining until you obviously figure out obviously how to solve yeah, that problem. Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely understand the question. I think it, um, again, to answer your question, I think that is a yes. Okay. What about you, Mitch? I think we've seen, sorry, I think we've seen loads of different scenarios where people broke down and cried, dare I say, after cup finals have been knocked out in tournaments and stuff like that. It's because you invested a lot of time to get to that point in your life and unfortunately hasn't quite worked out for you. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to relate to someone else's struggle if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's hard, it, yes, it can be, bro, because you you're not there, you're not it's not you. Does that make sense? Unless unless you've been through the same thing yourself, done exactly the same procedure. Say you've related to sports no, that's a good point. Say you've say you've been an athlete yourself and done mm. and trained for a fifteen hundred a, a steeplechase final or fifty a hundred meter sprint final for years for the Olympics and you get injured at the in the in the semi final heats or whatever it is. Yeah, you if feel. you've been there you can feel the person's pain. Yeah. I haven't been there. I, I can feel for them yeah. but I can't feel that 
I can't feel the training in, in Moscow at the winter at yeah. winter camp. Do you get what I'm saying? No, I disagree with that. The reason why I say that, mm. just, just no, no, no. I understand what you're talking about. I'm not saying I disagree. So the reason why I disagree with that is because I think the same goes in regards to. I'm going to use football as a, an example analogy where people sometimes say those who didn't play the game professionally sometimes can't relate to the players and that they can't manage at a professional level. Yeah. Where I've always thought that's bullshit, and the reason why I've always said that's bullshit is because. Um, obviously, I didn't play at a professional level, and I didn't even play at academy level. Mm. But I've got, I've had the ability to find players and to coach players, obviously, to get to that level. Mm. So I haven't, haven't, so I haven't found or had that problem in terms of relating to them. But the same goes for, obviously, just say. So your example was of someone, an Olympian, dare I say, yeah, and yeah. failing at a semi final heat. Who maybe like gets injured? They've got through the final, they get injured. All those, all that years of prep, I can be like, oh, that is so. Spot. I can proper be sympathetic, empathetic. But at the same time, I wasn't there with them four years ago when they were in Russia at winter training camp at 6 a.m. in the morning at no, minus 13 degrees. Is that I know, what I'm saying? I know, but I was up 6 in the morning and putting together my business plan, blah, 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 and then going to meetings and then be knocked back and so on and so forth. Yeah, but I'm saying relating to someone in your similar... Yeah, yeah, yeah what I'm saying is a lot of... Maybe, maybe some people have, maybe some people have um, difficulty in terms of maybe... Um, their feelings being transferable in terms of different situations. Whereas I don't have that problem. So I can see something on the TV and it can be really heartbreaking, dare I say, and something in my life which I found equally heartbreaking, I can relate to that due to um, due to the emotion and just understanding and being sympathetic and empathetic. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I feel, obviously it's not the same, but I definitely have a lot of strong empathy and understanding. Mm-hmm. That's okay. my personal opinion anyway. And I think... Um, obviously, I gave the example of um, a football manager. Obviously, I know Jose, Jose Marina didn't necessarily play at a professional level, no. but he's managed to be very successful in football. And one of the key components or key things people say generally about people who haven't, who haven't played at a level is, well, how can you manage that level if you never played at a level? How can you relate to your players? But guess what? If I, I, I'm sure Mourinho has some of the traits or characteristics I'm talking about in terms of being transferable and understanding, yeah. having a mentality to be able to focus at that level to get his play, to keep, ultimately you have to get you, you have to get into these people's minds. So when I'm talking to friends and stuff like that, and they tell me, "Oh, you know, I can manage." Chelsea. I've heard people say this: "I can manage Chelsea. We can win the league." But you're talking absolute, talking absolute nonsense. Mm. Why? Why do I believe that? Um, I believe that because uh, either things I've seen in them, or um, sorry, things I've seen in them in terms of exhibited in terms of what we're playing and stuff like that. But it's actually discipline. Yeah, they obviously discipline. Just some of the basic things, or sometimes they underestimate the actual. Um, Psychological aspect. Yeah, all the traits that are required to actually um, to, to, to work and actually be successful at that level. Yeah. I think by and large, so I mean, I listen to a lot, a lot, a lot of people say in terms of, obviously you think you read things in the newspaper, you have conversation with friends and this and that third, mm. um, but you've got to take everything with a pinch of salt. Yeah. Anything else on uh, chapter two? Yeah, sorry, there was a couple of things that I, I did have a couple of notes, sorry, my friend, it's just gone off. On emotions that are... Overrated, sorry, yeah. just very, very quickly. Um, when it comes down to it, um, if you feel crappy, it's because your brain is telling you that there is a problem that is unaddressed or unresolved. Negative emotions, sorry, what? just move it. Sorry. So negative emotions are a call to action and positive emotions are a reward for taking proper action. I do have a few more, I don't know if you want to mention it. No, right, cool. Um, emotions are merely signposts. Just because something feels good and doesn't mean... Sorry, j- sorry, emotions are merely signposts. Just because something feels good doesn't mean it's good. And just because something feels bad doesn't mean it's bad. We shouldn't always trust our own emotions. In fact, 
I believe we should make a habit of questioning them. I personally sometimes second, second, um, second guess my emotions. There's been times when I've been annoyed, let's say for example, and my conscious knows I have no reason to be annoyed, um, to which I will vehemently obviously ignore my emotions because I know it's wrong and I know I shouldn't feel that way. I don't know if anyone's felt that way before. I was gonna, just before you go on anymore, I think it did raise a point in terms of asking why. Do you ever, and this is something that I personally need to implement in my life as well, um, that I will be implementing, should I say. Asking why you feel like this, like why you feel, why, why are you feeling that emotion? Then ask the reason why of that answer. And I can't remember where or where it comes from, but if you ask, the question why five times mm. um, candy man appears <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah he says what's good <laughs> no um, oh, I can't remember the point um, that I was making but it it, it it almost brings it down to the most basic answer yeah. to the core of what, what the actual problem yeah. is do you know what I mean so my, my, my goal in life is to be happy but why is your goal to be happy um, um, because I think that equals that equals a good life. But why is it equal a good life? Like, yeah, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that, then you, on yeah, that road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, last couple. I don't yeah. know. Can I give you an example for that? If you want, go. Right, go so no, I was just like, um, I don't know. Obviously, you might have been with someone, and you broke up. With, then you broke up with that person, and then you see her maybe with someone else as such. And mm. it might be a case you still have feelings for that person, mm. but you might actually not. You might, but you're genuinely happy that person is happy. Yeah. And there might mm. be a sense of jealousy, but it's not a case that you're jealous. It's a case that you might potentially still miss that person, but you're happy that person yeah. is happy. So that's just an example of what I was saying. But just very quickly, just the last couple. Um, <laughs> what are you laughing for? Nothing. Anyway, um, some people hold into their emotions, which is really draining. Learning to prioritize um, what to give a fuck is important. So last, I think two. Um, I must be really funny. <laughs> Go on, people. <laughs> Sorry, one second. Um, I'll just skip the page. So, right, take your time, mate. Thanks, mate. Okay, um, an obsession. Huh? Get us a couple of cans. Okay, um, an obsession and overinvestment in emotion fails us for the simple reason that emotion never lasts. Whatever makes us happy today will no longer make us happy tomorrow. Which brings us back to the beginning of not chasing the thing of being happy. Enjoy the process. Being happy is a state of being and not necessarily a destination balance and I think the last so there's two more um, our problems are recursive and unavoidable and the person you marry is the person you'll fight with the house you buy is the house you repair the dream job you take is the job you stress over mm-hmm. what we gain so what we gain we lose being happy and sad are inevi- so inevitable mm-hmm. um, what creates our positive experiences will define our negative experiences which is talking about obviously cup finders and stuff like that um, or just an example um, so whatever it be will be um, as difficult it can be you can weigh you can't weigh your, you, so you can't weigh yourself down with problems so the last one I believe it was um, no actual place sorry no actual place of happiness um, can be so no actual place of happiness can be a very difficult notion for people to accept because life, have, life, life as I've said can be very, can be what obviously very long I've mentioned it before um, which we laughed about and difficult um, so the fact that after so so the fact that after working so hard to get through it, there's no solace or reward. Um, there's no solace or reward can be disheartening, because we like um, the feel that we can alleviate all our suffering permanently, um, but we all have problems. It's just how we deal with them. Sweet. So bringing that up to chapter three. Okay. 
You are not special. Special. <laughs> special delivery. I'm so special. So special. <laughs> All right. So on page forty-four, he mentions it. Turns out that adversity and failure are actually useful and even necessary for developing strong-minded and successful adults. It takes just as much energy and delusion, self-aggrandizement, to maintain the belief the belief that one has insurmountable problems as that one has no problems at all and that's on page 56 the benefits of the internet and social media are unquestionably fantastic in many ways this is the best time in history to be alive but perhaps these technologies are having some unintended social side effects perhaps some perhaps these same technologies that have liberated and educated so many are simultaneously enabled in people's sense of entitlement more than before is technologies becoming a burden to our social life? For some people, yeah, it's definitely becoming a burden. Say again? I don't know why you're looking at me. <laughs> I, I, I can do the same. I can do the same thing, boy. You know what? I didn't. See, I didn't. We had. A, you know? Can I say something very, very quickly? Oh, you know what's what? your thoughts? No, no, so, answer, so, so, no, 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 very, very quickly. Go on. Sorry, so, was it? You, so, can, it can, can it be a, become a burden? Answer, bro. That's no, no, no. I'm, I'm is technologies becoming a burden on our social life? To our social I think it's a gift and a curse. But anyway, it's a gift and a curse. Okay, I remember being. Um, no, I remember we were out the other day. Where were we? We went to um, that place. I don't want to name it. Just... Uh, Google head office, Facebook headquarters. No, I still want to name it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, voodoo race. <laughs> this guy's got bants. All right. <laughs> He's got bants. All right. Sorry. All right. We went to sorry the place in um, White City. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We went okay, to that place. Yeah, we went to no, I've actually forgotten the name of the place. Okay. Cool. That's fine. But we went to right, that cool. place, man. What's wrong? All right. Went guy? to a place in White City. All right. And on this whole social media. Do not put this guy on the stand. <laughs> oh, please. bro. Anyway, go. What is it, man? Went to a place in White City. That's it. Hey, keep moving. Come you on. imagine that, anyway. All right, so went to a place in White City, all right? And <laughs> this man walked to the courthouse with one of them t-shirts saying, I'm not a snitch, but... Dot, dot, dot. Went to a place in White City. Go on, go on. Anyway. Bro, you said it about four times. All right, cool. All right. So the point I'm making time? is... No, no, I'm not going to say it one more time. Good. All right. My, my thing, I don't, when I'm, so, with social media, I use it as a, uh, a means of. As a means of breakfast, lunch, no, dinner, no, 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 night oh, Okay, cool. So I'm going to get to the point. Okay, cool. <laughs> We're all sitting down. I don't know. This dude has got his phone up. He's all walking around doing the whole Snapchat. No? Snapchat? Me? You didn't go around the, around the, around the. I took photos from the rooftop, rude boy. You weren't talking on your Snapchat? No. Okay. What I'm saying is, well, what I'm saying is, I live in the moment. I don't have, I don't, I'm yeah. not the type of individual where. Wait, the moment was four hours. <laughs> I don't have time to take couple photos. No, what I'm saying is, I use social media for a case of literally just laughing, whether it's in the morning or laughing in the evening. I've said it before. Yeah. I use it in the morning, use it in the evening. I don't necessarily use the the social media tool when I'm in the moment as such. That's not necessarily a thing that I do. What about you, Mace? Or do you want to add anything? No, no, I've got nothing to add. No, right. so we we basically said is social media is it a blessing or is it a, like what? Like, is it a burden? Yeah, yeah, is it a burden? So yeah. your thoughts? You just you for some reason you've angered argument on me, but anyway. <laughs> no, that's because you, you said uh, I use. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. That's that's because you said that I use it as a tool. That's that's not to be silent. There's nothing for me to silent, but to be silent. There's nothing to be silent. I went to. Is it a burden? With. Nah, um, burden. 
I don't think so. No, not for some, yeah, but personally for myself, no. Okay. What about you, Mace? I've said it. Gift and a curse. So, yeah. Gift being looking at the wider context. I gave you the example of my neighbour and the burglary yeah. and the fact they could log in to find your iPhone and track down where that iPhone was within... But that, is that like, social life? Yeah, Say that again, sorry? Social life. Are we just waiting social life? Yeah. Um, I think it's both, man. Even like, so you guys know I'm going away next week. Pox, you go away next month. Yeah. Social media can tell me where the hip spots are or guess what, have a look at this because this is what you might enjoy. I can just type that in and bang, it comes up. Yeah. So that's a, that's a gift in that sense. It's the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah. It's a curse because you can, and we mentioned it earlier in the, po- in the, cast, in the podcast, you can go on there for half an hour and come off there feel, having suicidal thoughts, yeah. thinking, what is my life worth? Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. That's the quick, two, quick fire example I can give. Yeah, no, I think that's that's uh, I definitely agree in terms of it has its gift and the curse. I'm kind of I'm saying it's a bit more more detriment than not. Okay. On the social media side of things, don't get me wrong. I think everything has its place in this world, and I think they are positive and negative everything. But in terms of how we conduct ourselves socially, <laughs> it is having an impact, and maybe not on so much us because we're like the the high end of the millennials mm-hmm. but the, the the younger part of the millennials and the generation below it's a big problem because hmm. it's a funny thing um, as you know it's one of my friend's birthdays today and the pre- I bought him a present and it coincides with one of the conversations we have and it's whenever we're in a social gathering and we're talking um, people start using their phones whilst talking or they could be doing their things well, we could be playing a game and they start using their phone or devices whilst we're interacting instead of being in the moment. Mm-hmm. So I bought him, um, it was basically, it's called a phone gel. Yeah. And whilst you're in these social in- <coughs> interactions, you can put people's phone in this kind of gel yeah. and no one can touch their phones for whatever it is. So if we're playing, if we're playing Monopoly for a few hours, yeah. everyone put their phones in the phone gel. Yeah. That's it. You have to pay attention to everyone that's in the room because you can't you can't get hold of your phone it's in jail technically but that's what I bought him for a present because we're, this is where we are now like people have parties of okay let's have a party where we just don't use our no technology for the day like mm-hmm. that's that's an actual thing now it's a party so it, it must be prevalent for it to be a detriment where we have to put these things in place mm-hmm. for us not to use technology so for my, for me personally I think it is becoming more of a burden on our social life than not there's two things that spring to mind the first thing is when I was young when I was 11, 12, 13 I always thought there was an art to navigating yourself around London around certain areas map reading remembering streets this takes me here yeah. I just thought there was an art to that and for years and years when this whole sat nav stuff come out and you can get these apps on your phones I was like in my head I was like I would always be like, let me try and work out myself. Because yeah. I just think there's an art in knowing where you're going. I, yeah. I know it sounds, it's going to sound completely no, no, weird. No, no, it makes sense. It's like, it's an I'm art. I'm terrible it's, at that, bro. It's, I, just, I just think there's an art in it, like navigating how to, how to say, take the second left and third right with, by reading a map. Yeah. And go having, to, when the map says, turn to page 86 <sighs> to continue with this area and you have yeah. to turn there. There's an art in that. Like, I love it. Do you know what I'm saying? And the second thing is, what's prevalent to what you were saying is, have you noticed a certain, especially with comedic shows, mm. you go in and then actually you have to lock, they take your phone off you and put it in a yeah, locker. Yeah, to because be in the moment. Because it releases, there's that, mm. to be in the moment. And if this guy's got 16 shows in 20 days 
and you there film it and put it on YouTube. That's all is that's him done. That's yeah, just exposed. Of course, of course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, 100%. So it's prevalent. It's, yeah, it's relevant, should I say, to what you're saying. Um, our lives today are filled with information from the extremes of the bell curve of human experience because in the media business, that's what gets eyeballs and eyeballs bring dollars. That's the bottom line on page 58. Um, do you think anyone actually cares? And if so, what are they doing about it? About what? The last thing I got left with was dollars. Yeah, eyeballs. Exactly. So our lives are today are filled with information from the extremes of the bell curve of human experience because in the media business, that's what gets eyeballs and eyeballs bring dollars. Bell curve, bell curve of human experience. Go on. In the media business... Yeah, the bell curve of human experience. Yeah. Sorry, I might have... I've read it, but I might have forgotten, sorry. What is the spark of human experience? So basically, the media business want you to pay attention to their app. Yeah. That's, and it bring and by you paying, by them gaining your attention, that makes them money. I got you. Does anyone care? If they make money off me. Does anyone care about the fact that these media companies are putting a lot of effort into gaining your attention and keep so basically and things like things, things like Snapchat where they've got the the streak the hot streak I don't know what that is when you message someone yeah you get point, like I don't know I haven't got Snapchat yeah, yeah, so yeah. I couldn't tell you but yeah. I'm just, I've just been made aware of yeah. it yeah but basically when you when you go back to back so say we're in a group and yeah. we, we're having a conversation yeah the more we stay in touch so if we speak one day on, on the same we've got to keep on continuing so we okay. get a hot streak of this conversation so mm-hmm. We've got to keep on paying attention, giving ourselves attention to this app. Mm. And the more we pay attention to this app, the more money the same app will get. Right, but they yeah, will yeah. keep on putting things in place yeah, yeah, so your attention yeah, is yeah. glued onto this device. Yeah. But my point is, does anyone care? Because... I do. But what, what, mm, what do depends, we think? bro. Because I listen, there's a couple of like... Now and again, I'll pop on to... You lot know I'm into the UK scene, music scene and that, yeah. It's my guilty pleasure because I'm listening to 15-year-olds rap and mm. I'm double their age. Mm. So it's my guilty pleasure. And there's certain, there's a couple of um, well-known, um, what do you call them? Platforms? Yeah. yeah. Platforms where a lot of music videos are uploaded to. And I'll like go on there to listen. So it's feeding my, not need, it's not a need, but it's feeding my request or desire to listen to these things. At the same time, I'm plugging in. But what about, hmm. say, uh, a 13-year-old that's a lot more impressionable? And I'm not even going to talk yeah, about... Okay, yeah. I'm not even talking about the music videos. I'm yeah. talking about just your basic attention on this particular act. You're not doing anything that's uplifting. You're not getting in touch with the real world. You're not brettering yourself. It's not making you a better human or doing something bigger than what you, bigger than yourself. Hmm. You're basically, your eyeballs are on this device is that not a detriment to society? Like, if if everyone's got their head down yeah. on the device... There's, um, what, I, what I don't agree with... Um, so, my godson is 11. Mm. No, sorry, apologies. He's, is he 12 now? He's 11. What month are we in? July. 11 or 12. Anyway, he's 11. Mm. What I don't agree with is... Because I haven't played a console since... Play, well, I ha- sorry, that's a lie. I haven't owned a console since PlayStation 1. Mm. Yeah, as soon as they brought out that analogue thing, I was like, right, game over, too many buttons on this joystick. <laughs> anyway, what I don't agree with is all buttons this... on this joystick. Joypad? Controller? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, what I don't agree with is you can now <coughs> play with people online at 
um, on the net, and you can speak to them online, speak to your friends and all that. Mm, it's yeah. like it's like encouraging you not to leave the house, bro. Yeah, yeah. I used to exactly. go out and play run, like run up and down and do athletic like runs on mm. the road and that, mm, mm, mm. or go park and play football. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like it's encouraging not to leave the house. Like what the hell? And socialize. Yeah. So, like no word of a lie. I think you said it before, Pete, back in the days, but certain my god my god sounds alright but certain kids can't even speak properly they They can't can't hold a conversation they can't even tell you about their day or everything's in like bitty it's not a full sentence crazy I think even because there's a couple of rappers that we both like P and they've been on interviews and we're like WTF like basically like but when they the rap they can, they can when they rap yeah but I'm just saying they probably may call them sound effects they don't know what the hell to say (laughs) <laughs> because when they try and string a set game, it's shocking. But going back to the point though, like who actually cares? Do, do, so do I, you... I personally care. The reason why I, I mean, I think there's one clear reason why I care, but I'm sure there's um, a few others which I'm not too sure. But this moment, I need to probably think about it mm. in a bit more depth. But I mean, I know there are recent Facebook scandals, so they're the small reasons why I care. Where I'm invested in your app, obviously, yeah, I'm invested in your app, um, to which I use for many different reasons. Um, obviously, you get advertisers, which I've got no problem with that. Obviously, you're entitled to make money, and and, and so you should. Mm. But then if you go and sell off my details for, I want to say, for the greater evil, mm. so that's been dramatic, but for yeah. the greater evil, something that, which is not um, going to um, positively, but it's going to negatively impact society, then I have a problem. A problem that I don't believe I have a problem. No, I do have a problem in that, um, it, it'll point, as Mason said, obviously, impacts kids in terms of maybe their... Um, their attention span they're not out as much and so on and so forth but I think truth be told people actually got to take responsibility for themselves but I think you're, you're saying people should take responsibility themselves I'm not even trying to argue no, no, that no, point but also you've got to remember there's a lot of youth that use these apps that don't have the mindset or even the hindsight, hindsight to see what's actually happening like a lot of their time is being taken away from these media businesses and they're, they're not getting anything out of it what do you get after paying 10 hours of Candy Crush bro? you know you know what I thought I thought about this today I don't know why I'm not too sure what it's related to uh, it might be something that has it might be an issue I'm not too sure alright and I was thinking okay I developed the Instagram app alright your soul your, your aim may be your aim may be Obviously, you know what? Put up pictures, very small captions, blah blah blah. Yeah. There's nothing negatively. Um, there's no. You don't have a negative angle as to why you're putting this app out. Yeah. But unfortunately, with some good things, there can be one or two loopholes there. I say as to why there might be. It might negatively impact a culture or impact people. Mm. But that's not your your aim. But unfortunately, you can't control. No, it's, it's not necessarily their fault in terms of. So what I'm saying is where the so, trends go. What I'm saying is you can't control that. But that is not your aim. But you can't necessarily control that. Mm. Your aim is for um, to impact to positively impact um, society in terms of people are sharing pictures, this and that and the third. If people then decide to use your app for um, something which. Not necessarily use it. So if people uh, become heavily invested in your app and are on it more often than not, mm. I don't know if you can take full responsibility for that. I mean, can you take full responsibility for that? No, no I'm not saying that it's all one-sided, that they're like an evil corporation or, yeah. or anything like that. Like they're, they set out to... Um, well, well, some people, conspiracy theorists say they do, but they, I don't think they intentionally set out to almost dumb people down or take that attention away where they could be doing something more beneficial. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, 
they're fi- I do think we need to protect and I'm not saying to put legislation or laws in place where nothing can be done because I think we're, we're so into this kind of red tape era where anything mm-hmm. gets flagged up it gets brought down straight mm-hmm. away but I do think um, things need to be put in place where the, the, a lot of the youth are highly distracted by these things and there needs to be some kind of cut point where it's like okay we should like you as a company to so say okay well this person's been on the computer for 24 hours straight no matter even if they've gone and had a break if you've gone and had a break and you just left a computer on you need to just turn it off it's funny you but say that but you can't you can't just have people on their computers 24 7 and that's going to be okay for their mental st- stability that's not going to be but this is this is and i forget the phrase i use but this is um this is ah oh, money versus the greater good yeah and we, we all know and we all know the side where people i want to say people almost say the corporations are leading to yeah. are leaning to not leading to are leading to mm. it's about making money it's not about impacting society yeah no but that's the whole point of it. yeah it's so, about making yeah. brothers yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's funny. So who, that's my point. But who cares? So no one cares, basically. I don't think no one. I do care. But we, so you talking about but what like, do we do about it? Well, you don't want to get to me about it because I, I, I don't say I'm prepared to do the blah blah. blah. I mean, I'm, I'm quite comfortable in taking. I don't want to say taking stances. Obviously, with things I care about, I'll have a, I quite comfortably take stances. But unfortunately, um, you need. I'm gonna say you need a number of people in order to in order to make an impact on something along those lines, and unfortunately, there's not enough people to do so. That's just. Well, have you tried? Have I tried in regards to social media? Yeah. No, because I don't care enough. But sorry, no. In regards to Facebook, that's different, though. Mm. Because I, I me mean, personally, I have issues with regards to see um, the information that was sold off to this and the third, where yeah. it might have impacted whether it's elections and this and stuff like that. I have issues with it. I don't use Facebook. I still have an account with them, but truth yeah. be told. I have an account with. Um, I don't even get it too much. In it, but I have an account with something, all right? Yeah. And um, and um, I've. Tr- I'm like, cool. Okay, you don't want me to use your platform anymore. Mm. All right, cool. Delete. Stop you sending me emails and stuff like that. But unfortunately, they'll still send you emails. Yeah. They're not. Good. I mean, it, I don't want to say because I signed up to them originally. I'm assuming because you signed up to them originally, they can keep your details and keep sending you stuff. But at the same time, they won't allow you to use your platform. I saying so. Sometimes I'm like, what is it? Is it you want me to be part of your platform or you don't want me to be part of your platform? <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. I've had this conversation a couple yeah. of times.